Uh, two days been is pretty pretty quick turnaround we have here with the new episode yeah i mean we've been uh we've been grinding for sure we're hey, gonna nice get jingle, these hours in for y'all nice uh, jingle the jingle is amazing new jingle came out that we got for exclusively the water boy sports show this is from our buddy weston out there mm-hmm. weston, Shout out uh, weston very talented amateur producer so show him some love if you know him Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you for the jingle, sir. Anyway, what's been going on with you for the past couple days? Past couple days, not much has changed. Just enjoyed a little bit of a long weekend. I can't believe it's already over. And back to work tomorrow, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And obviously, a whole lot of football. Yep. So right now, we'll, we'll be talking about the wild card weekend here. But right now, uh, at the time we're recording this, the Steelers are playing against the Bills right now. The Buffalo Bills are up 7-0. to zero. Um, First quarter, four minutes left. Mason Rudolph sitting at a solid one for five, about 15 yards. Josh Allen, five for seven, 56 yards with a TD. Um, it's about going about how we expected, expected I believe. But let's, start, let's talk about the games that happened in the past that – um do you have our bracket up did we take a little screenshot of that do you have it bracket dude our bracket was busted bro yeah uh let's see let's see let's see it actually started very first game our bracket was broken in the very first game we have browns texans texans win 45 browns 14 Jeez louise what did you think about this game so uh, I thought that the Texans, basically, I had called that they were going to win. I knew they were going to win, but you overruled me on that uh, decision. Um, I thought that they had that they had it in them, and yeah, they, but that's from, what they showed. Like, you lived in Houston for a little while. That's, I'm not a Texans fan. You're a little slightest, biased. Though. I mean, I just thought that they had the offensive fi- firepower to overcome the Browns, and that's what happened. They they just absolutely dogged on the Browns. The uh, pick six was a surprise for me, for me, but they mm-hmm. just stepped up to the moment. Uh, and the Browns, there was a quote from Joe Flacco before the playoffs started saying, within the next five weeks, something very special is about to happen that none of us are going to ever forget in our lives. And that bad of a loss, I'm sure they will never forget. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we knew the Texans had the, the offensive firepower. I said in the last episode, C.J. Stroud wouldn't miss a step with this. There were talks about him, you know, the first time being in the playoffs, he's a rookie, all this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I didn't see that as a, as a distraction to him, and it certainly was not. He played almost perfectly. I think he was one, un, one point under the perfect Q, QBR rating. He went yeah. 16 for 21, 274 yards with three TDs against old man Joe Flacco, who threw the ball 46 times. He had one touchdown, two interceptions, 307 yards. Um, pretty much, too, like the Browns just don't really didn't really have a running game. I mean, they have, I mean, Kareem Hunt is is their guy, but, you know, he's, I think, the best of what we've seen of Kareem Hunt has already passed. Of course, run games yeah. And, yeah, it wasn't much going on there. What I was surprised about, though, was that the Browns had one of the best, if not the best, uh, defense going into this game. 
and the Texans did not give a sheet. They absolutely clobbered them every which way of the ball, rushing, receiving. Uh, it didn't matter. They just absolutely destroyed them. 14, 45 to 14 uh, put a Cinderella story to bed, to rest. Yeah, I mean, well, the Texans are the real Cinderella story. They here. really they're, are. Yeah. They're, they're going great right now. And obviously the Browns with no hardly any running game, 56 total yards rushing. Uh, they they were definitely missing Nick Tubes out there. Uh, <laughs> they were kind of trying to air it out with uh, Joe Flacco, but you know, I mean, Father Time. Flacco's best days are behind him too. So it was great that they yeah. got to the playoffs. It's something for the city of Cleveland to cheer about. But at the end of the day, the Texans are red hot right now, and they'll continue to carry that momentum. Hopefully, they'll get some of it against uh, who we consider to be the most untouchable team in the NFL, the mm-hmm. Ravens. Assuming the Bills win today. Assuming the Bills win. Something we didn't talk about last episode about the Browns and Texans, but we, we knew about it. We talked about it offline was this this was gonna be potentially decide the coaching of the year. Uh winner probably both front runners for the coaching of the year award, Kevin Stefanski of the Browns and Tamiko Ryan's of the Texans. And I think Tamiko Ryan I think so actually, Kevin Stefanski was favored to win that award going into this week. Uh, I don't know what the Vegas odds are now, but I wouldn't be surprised if D'Amico Ryan's wins it. Yeah, I love I love D'Amico Ryan's and his playbook. Like they've got a young team, and they they were running a lot of plays that you could see like in college, pretty much, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a really fun like type of ball to play. I, I, I kind of compare it to the type of ball that's played like in the NBA with LaMelo ball and stuff. I consider it like LA fitness ball. Like they were doing the football equivalent of that, basically <laughs> just like racking up points, like with all these exciting, like cool, cool plays that they, they send out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, also Shane Steichen of the Colts is up there. Uh, but it looks like Kevin Stefanski is probably still, at least according to Vegas, the front runner for the for this award. Um, we'll see if that we'll see if that uh, stays true. Sure. But um, anyway, and then speaking about rookie quarterbacks on the other side of the uh, the conference is um, Jordan Love in the in the Packers. <laughs> Dude, crazy. Ooh, the Bills just scored 14 to 0 first quarter. Mm. Uh do you, I don't even know what to say. That hasn't yeah. been said already. Uh we've got a Cowboys fan in uh in our midst with uh Mr. Frankie here. I think I'm uh, numb to it at this point. I think wow. I'm numb to it. What are your thoughts? I mean, this I, is the wild card. The wild card is the two seed. And we began, we always knew like they're they're probably their time was up at the divisional round at like mm-hmm. more than likely, but the wild card? Yeah, so so in the last episode I was listening to it and just seeing what our what our takes were. And you know, being a Cowboys fan, I just I obviously had to pick what Cowboys fan would I be if I didn't pick them? beating the Packers. I believe uh, in them too. I mean, they've been playing amazing, but I think everybody did. I so I became numb to this when I watched Jimmy Garoppolo uh rip my heart out um what was it, like two two years ago, I guess. And then the 49ers did it again. I I'm just I'm numb to it. I think Jerry Jones moves way too slowly. Like he's always extremely like at 
behind he always has the back of whoever his quarterback is and whoever his coach is probably so much so that they stick stick around for years longer than they should and i think mike mccarthy is one of those i think dak prescott's another one of those um the packers absolutely dominated every every side of the ball from the start the cowboys didn't look like they were ready to play and i blame that on mike mccarthy dan quinn is he even in the running for a coaching job anymore after that? I don't know. But if you're a Seahawks fan, you still want Dan Quinn? Like, what was that one play that – I forgot who it was. I'll look it up. But, I mean, it was like a tight end that ran just like a go-route on the outside and just absolute – like nobody even near him. Nobody around him at all. Like the camera had to, had to like pan out and just show you that there was nobody around him. It yeah, was, that was disgusting. Uh, that was, was Luke Musgrave, I believe. Musgrave, that's who it was. Um, but like I mentioned on the last episode, we said we wouldn't be surprised if the Packers won this game. I'm not surprised. I am numb to the emotion now. Um, in I fact, mean, it's like, go ahead. Sorry. No, so much so that I went to go watch this game with some friends, and before I left, I so I got these gift cards right that like from my company for just getting an award or whatever. And I had multiple gift cards and I was planning to just buy something with it. And I was thinking of like a switch or something. And uh, I actually grabbed those cards before I left to go watch the game in case that I needed them to uh, pick my spirits up and just start buying stuff and spending money to make myself feel better. Yeah. And I did, I did exactly that. I knew what was going to happen. Um, I, I don't have any, I don't think I have anything else to say. I'm just, Still yeah. processing, grieving. I mean, so obviously Jordan Love three touchdowns passed. Uh, that's really good, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then we had Aaron Jones with three touchdowns on the ground as well. Like, what is that? Aaron Jones is also one of these backs that, like, his best days are probably behind him too. Aaron Jones and, will have a career day every single time he plays against us. Speaking of then, which, you want to know something crazy? Yeah, what's that? The Packers have won more playoff games at AT&T Stadium than the Cowboys have. I really that sinking. Yep. Well, Dak. So obviously, yeah, you like you said, this falls on Mike McCarthy. This also falls a lot on Dak. Two picks, one for a pick six. Yeah, I think that pick six, when that thing happened, um, like they just didn't look back. He looks so rattled. You can tell when Dak Prescott looks rattled. Maybe it's just me being a fan and watching him so many times play, but when it zooms in on his face and he's out there on the field, like you can tell when he's clearly locked in or when he's just rattled, he's just shaken. And you could see that yesterday. He just had that shaken look on his face that uh, he was seeing ghosts out there. And it was, it was, it was, that was like the absolute worst case scenario. It's always so amazing to see a worst case scenario play out. Like, I, I want to know as a Cowboys fan what it's like to be an underdog and win a game, you know? Like, imagine being a Packers fan and, like, you know, being like, oh, we have a good chance at them, you know, against them. Despite being the seventh seed and no seventh seed has ever won a playoff game. Like, imagine imagine playing the Cowboys at the two seed and being like, oh, we'll be fine. I want to know what that feels like, you know? Yeah. And so what do you think about where this – is for the Cowboys moving forward. Obviously, Jerry, like everybody, I think, is in consensus and has been for a while that Jerry Jones is 
should like absolutely should not be running the, the Cowboys anymore, but you can't fire him. So uh, next best thing, I guess, consolation prize is you get rid of your head coach. And we mentioned in the last episode, we said, hey, with all these coaches coming up, like there's going to be a lot more coaches on the hot seat that may not have been, but now they are. And Mike McCarthy is definitely one of them, especially after losing in the wild card. I think Bill Belichick, as a Cowboys fan, I would like to see Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, which is a, I don't know if it's a hot take, but or Jim Harbaugh. And the only reason I say those three guys is because I I feel like those three guys could scare the living shit out of anybody in the locker room at any given time, and that's what you need. You yeah, need somebody they, with like discipline. Their schemes are pro style for sure, and that's that's kind of the the style of offense that y'all y'all go ahead and, and deploy every, year after year mm-hmm. maybe for better or for worse but what about Dak he's he's 30 now dude I've been saying Dak is uh, his contract is coming up for a renewal too I've been saying it I don't think he's the guy I said that last season too there's so many quarterbacks coming out of this draft class like why wouldn't you and you have Trey Lance why wouldn't yeah. you like try to develop him or draft somebody so Micah Parsons is going to want to be the highest paid defender in the league. CeeDee Lamb is going to be is one of, he's going to want to be the highest paid receiver in the league. Dak yeah. Prescott's also going to want to be the highest paid court. Like you can't pay all three of them, nor do I think Dak Prescott deserves it because he just falls apart in every big game. Absolutely. Um, one of them has to go and I'm there's no way in hell CeeDee Lamb or Mike, Micah Parsons is going to go. Yeah. So Dak is the one out. In my opinion, yeah. Unfortunate well, end of an era. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is it for him. I mean, you got rid of Zeke last year, uh, mm-hmm. and now it's his it's his turn. And uh, I mean, they the Packers just beat the crap out of the Cowboys, dude. It was like it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing being at a bar. At, like, obviously, there's mostly Cowboys fans where I live, but. Still, it was just embarrassing. Like you put your head down. It's like, like outclassed by plays. a rookie quarterback. Yes. Outclassed, out hustled, outperformed. Dan Quinn's defense just looked absolutely abysmal. Micah Parsons was pretty much non-existent that entire game. And it's the not even like wasn't it's there. even a uh, a Brown situation to where you have an old man at under center that's just like a bridge right. guy, and you have like all these injury concerns to like keep people at key skill positions. Like the Cowboys are relatively healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. They are. Um, well, I thought it was pretty funny though, that like this Cowboys game happened and then all of a sudden you don't hear a word about chiefs dolphins. You don't hear a word about Texas Browns. You don't hear a word about like any other game or even like Eagles bucks, like the whole world stopped and just started talking about this Cowboys game. Like nothing else mattered. Like we totally didn't even talk about that the the Chiefs upset the Dolphins. Their season's done. Five weeks ago, that wasn't looking like they were just gonna, you know, get out in the wild card round. But when you get your ass whooped like that, and you are America's team and the most valuable franchise in the in the world in any sport, um, people watch, man. And that was embarrassing how they got spanked. Absolutely spanked. I think that's pretty much all I have to say. That's all I have to vent about. 
Yep. But and uh, you made a nice segue for Chiefs Dolphins talk. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Dolphins were technically the lower seed, but they are considered more talented and, and more. Uh, they have more momentum than the Chiefs going into the playoffs here with uh, all the guys that they have in re- at receiver and several Pro Bowlers that they have to talk about. Um, Dude, does a Pro Bowl mean anything anymore? No, the Packers didn't. Packers just, didn't have a single Pro Bowler. It's just a an indication of the fact that the Dolphins had so many talented players this year right. that, that had great seasons, and they got exposed on the big stage. In, uh, I mean, maybe you said something about uh, said something right about that weather because the rest of the team outside of yeah. Tyree Kill who scored, scored their lone touchdown, there wasn't anything to write home about whatsoever on that front. So. No, there wasn't. And I think uh, Travis Kelsey had a few drops, though. Shocker. Taylor Swift was in the crowd. I said it before. I'll say it again. As long as she's in the stands, he's going to be dropping catches. It was it was so predictable. It would be yeah, it, was. it would be Patrick Mahomes snaps the ball, targets Travis Kelsey. He either catches it or it doesn't. Pans to Taylor Swift, and then they replay <laughs> the play. <clears throat> yep. Yep. So... Um, and I just have that, to say, she's mm-hmm. the most. She is ruined. She has yeah. ruined the NFL. Like watching the NFL is not exciting when you're watching no. the Chiefs because it's just she. They show her in between every single play. Right, right. And um, yeah, a lot of people just don't care about that. Um, now, I'm a big fan of Hard Knocks. If you haven't watched it, that show, you should definitely go watch it on HBO or Max or whatever it's called now. Uh, I am really looking forward to this episode here. I'm, a, I guess it's the last one since their season's done. Yeah, it would have to be. Um, but, dude, I can tell you that locker room, like they had way higher hopes, way higher hopes. And dare I say, Miami has a little bit of a Dak situation going on. You thought you had your guy, and he just falls apart in every big game. Yeah, and- but at the same time. Well, one, it's their first year of being good, and two is also twenty five years old. So, that's true. I mean, you could give them another year or two, but you also have Waddle and Tyreek in their primes right now. Do you want to waste? Yeah, I mean, you can't waste that for years. sure. Um, so I wasn't too shocked about this. I think that Dolphins Cowboys game was definitely the battle of the the mediocre teams. The, the other thing about that Dolphins game is, look, Kansas City looked beatable in that game. I feel like it either came down to weather or coaching or both because they looked they looked beatable for sure. They've only, yeah. look at their, their quarter spread, their quarter breakdown of the scoring. It was one touchdown, like seven points in the first, nine points in the second, three points in the third, and seven points in the fourth. They mm-hmm. they were definitely not coming out there like guns blazing like most of these other teams. No, they weren't. They weren't. They still have some problems to fix, that's for sure. Um, anything else on the Dolphins Chiefs? I feel bad for Mike McDaniel. He's a cool guy. I mean, from what I can tell, he's a really cool coach. Um, <laughs> but that's about it. I, I actually don't really like Mike McDaniel. Really? Why? Because he dresses like you? No, I think he dresses like you. <laughs> what? I think no, you have not. a lot more uh, similarities to Mike McDaniel than I do. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like when I when I when you told me Mike McDaniel was your favorite coach, I was like, 
Oh, he gives Frankie vibes, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... Also, did you hear that whole story about, like... It's, like, the famous story about how he met his wife? I don't know. I don't think so. So, and maybe this might change your opinion of this guy, mm-hmm. but basically he met his wife i think it was in a club or a bar of some sort out in miami Mm -hmm. and i can't remember if it was like when he was a coach in college or maybe he was already an nfl coach Mm -hmm. um but he basically his wife his current wife at that time was talking to like she was basically hanging out with one of the players right like so she uh, this player was like chatting her up this and that and then when did this Mike, happen? When was this? I thought they'd been married for a while. Yeah, this was a while ago is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Um, and then, so the player was chatting her up. Like, basically, that was the player's girl almost. And then Mike McDaniel told the player, came up to him in the club and was like, if you don't get your ass back home, like, there's going to be hell to pay at practice tomorrow or something because they had practice the next day. Mm-hmm. And then, so the player left and Mike McDaniel started talking to the girl. No way. Yeah, no way. yeah, that that that's a true story. I'm reading this. I'm looking this up now. One of the running back. Wow, you're right. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, you're right. One of the running backs, dude. That's so, is he an L man's? I, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, I de- that's definitely not off brand for him. I that sounds <laughs> very on brand, but. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's interesting. That's a little gross. I can't lie. Um, well, I wouldn't do that. You said he reminds you of me. I wouldn't do that. But I do like his joggers, I will say. I think how he rolls them up is pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the only similarities we have are just the way we wear it. I mean, just the joggers. But I definitely don't roll mine up. Then we had Ooh. the Lions Chaos. and the Rams. Uh, Lions and- squeaking that out by yeah. one point. Um, so I'll tell you what I my my girlfriend is from Michigan and like all her family, basically everything in Michigan. You're either a Packers fan or you're a Lions fan, and everybody was winning yesterday in Michigan, especially after that champ- uh, college football mm-hmm. championship. Uh, yeah. I also knew the Lions were going to win that game. You overruled me as well on that one. Okay, don't act like you knew that was going to happen. It was 24 to 23. I predicted it. <laughs> I think Matthew Stafford was really... Dude, did you see it? I don't know how they let, let him go back in the game. I don't know how they let him go back in. He was clearly sure. like knocked out. Yeah. Um, but... And the problem with that offense is they rely on Matthew Stafford because he he mm-hmm. just likes to air it out all game. Like we had Kyron Williams for 61 yards on 13 carries. Nothing crazy to write home about. So without Stafford playing at 100% perfect football, you know, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy for the Lions. The state of Michigan is having a renaissance year in every way possible. Um, the only thing short is having like the automotive industry absolutely boom back in Detroit. I don't know if it has or not, but the only thing that hasn't happened is that yet. And I mean, Michigan sports is just going nuts right now. Yep. Morgan Wallen blasting in every bar, everybody uh, vibes at an all time high. 
So it's good for them. Good for them. Uh, The Lions, you know, they are going to match up against, it looks like, the 49ers. Mm. So that's... uh, Actually, no, no, that's not correct because the Packers won. So they're going to play whoever uh, the the winner is of the Eagles Buccaneers. Winnable Packers are playing them. 49ers, I think, right? They have yeah, to. so winnable for the Lions that they get to play the winner of Eagles Buccaneers. Um, so they 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 got a little bit lucky. They could have a run to the AFC champion or the NFC Championship. Yeah, they could. They could. Um, happy for Jared Goff, Ryan Gosling, or Ryan Gosling. He he gave the city of Detroit what they wanted. I mean, I saw people crying in the stands. I saw people hugging each other. It was like, I mean, you get your first playoff one in 32 years. <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys aren't too far away from that, from that stat, honestly. But it's got to be a great feeling across the city of Detroit for that. Finally get a win, especially against Matthew Stafford. That's the one guy standing in your way from getting a playoff win. How poetic is that? Yeah, definitely. And... Obviously, you know, they, they're they pretty happy they won with Jared Goff and let Matthew Stafford go, I guess. If there was one guy I could handpick to be the Cowboys coach, it would be Dan Campbell. Think so? I, oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. You want to talk taker? about risk taker, aggressive, absolutely no BS. But it's to a fault. Well, sometimes. At some level. Sometimes. But I think the Cowboys have the talent. If if they had a a coaching figure like Dan Campbell there, I mean, they have the talent. Yeah, that's true. Like, obviously, I'd r- much rather have, like, as my guys converting those types of chances, Tony Pollard or CeeDee Lamb, a guy like that. Right. I'd much rather have that. Which So yeah. that there's a lot to be said about that for sure. They definitely – the Cowboys definitely are able to take some risks, but the problem is being – that image of America's team, they play like pure conservative forms of football at the end of the day. At least that's how it's been. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, the Cowboys definitely just need some discipline in that locker room. The the lions are, are going to be great with Dan Campbell at the head coach. Um, they got a lot to look forward to. But what else? What else? I mean, that, that's pretty much everybody who played. Uh, like I said, Steelers Bills are playing right now. Um, we both definitely predicted the Bills to win this game, and it's looking like that's how it's going to shake out. Mason Rudolph is sitting at five for ten right now, eighty-two yards. Yeah, it's not looking good for them. So, assuming the Bills win, that means Bills Chiefs. Bills Chiefs. Right? Damn, that would be awesome. It's going to be awesome. But that's going to be a close game, I think. And then it's looking like Ravens. So the winner, let's see here. So who are the Ravens going to play then? We don't uh, know The yet, Texans. Right? Oh, that's right. They're playing the Texans. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like the city is a good run. Houston fans are they have, ecstatic. They have no idea what's about to happen to them, though. No. <laughs> they have to be ecstatic just of what's happened, though. You can, they can't be upset at yeah. at their season so far. Yeah. I mean, I think Vegas predicted them to win, like, what, three and a half games or something? And they end up making it in the playoffs and pass a wild card round? 
Yeah. That's a W. Definitely a W. w. And, and they have a lot of young talent too, just like the yeah. Packers. Packers are the youngest team, I think, like average age of 25 or something. They have a lot to look forward to. Romeo Dobbs, dude, I had him in fantasy. I actually traded for him in fantasy because I knew he was a dog. And that 100% came to fruition against the Cowboys, unfortunately. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, we had absolutely no answer for him. If Finished you're with 151 yards. If you're the Ravens as well, you're pretty happy about this because if you're the Ravens, you were afraid of the Dolphins potentially getting to the uh, the AFC Championship because with that, just with that explosive offense that they've showcased all year. Um, but also at the end of the day, Ravens, you've had like one of the toughest uh, strength of schedules the entire year. Um, mm-hmm. So. And you've you've basically beaten all the good teams at this point, so you you don't have too much to worry about. We say that now, dude. And then the Cowboys, something like the Cowboys could absolutely happen to to any team. I know the Cowboys are like just so on brand for just absolutely falling apart in the playoffs, but yes, you're uh, saying this, but but if the the Cowboys had Lamar Jackson, then it I mean, we see it every year. We see it every year. All I'll say is this. I will be surprised if it's I won't be surprised, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's not Ravens 49ers in the Super Bowl. I think you're gonna see some upsets somewhere. You're gonna see an upset. I just feel it. I feel it. I feel it inside of me, deep inside of me. There's gonna be an upset mm. somewhere. <clears throat> I know, it's unlikely. Part of me just wants to see that just because it makes it more exciting, you know. Um, I think what the last time the what was it? Last time Green Bay won, weren't they like the sixth seed and they won the Super Bowl? Yeah. So it's that was not with uh, that was with Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah. It's actually some pretty really like that year for Aaron Rodgers and this year for Jordan Love. Their stats are like extremely, extremely similar. It's like eerily similar. I saw a graphic about it. I don't have it <laughs> really? up right now, but it's like time a, is just a circle. It's like a very similar situation. It's just a it's snake eating itself. I also, to your point, I think um, I think the Packers beat the Bears in the last game of the season, just like they did this season. And I want to go out and say that they also beat the Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs, like they did this season. Oh boy! Possibly, I don't know. I have I mean, to double check. I mean, that, look, but. I wouldn't be mad if the Packers ended up winning the or went getting to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't be mad no. about that. Packers, Ravens. I mean, Ravens are gonna shit on them, but <laughs> I still think, dude. I, I mean, let's not. I mean, who did the Ravens lose to this season? They like. Let's Let see. I, I have they lost the Browns when they had Deshaun Watson. They lost to the Steelers in week 18, which is like super whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they better. lost to the Steelers as well uh, at the beginning of the season. Mm. And the Colts. They also lost to the Colts this year. This, th- these were like at the beginning of the season, basically. That was week four. Steelers in week six, I think. Um, all I'm saying is this is the NFL. Anybody can be beaten at every any given week. I think 
it's like I said, super unlikely, super unlikely. But you gotta shake it up every now and then, you know. I don't want to. Part of me, okay, yes. I as of right now, I am a part of the fan base that just got absolutely embarrassed. We shouldn't have lost that game. I want to see somebody else lose a game that shouldn't lose a game. Maybe I'm bitter. Maybe I'm just human. I want to see another fan base feel what I have felt. I guess the I guess the Dolphins already. I hope it happens to the Eagles. If I'm being honest, I don't even think that would be an upset. Honestly, Nick Sirianni is on the verge of being fired. Apparently, their fan base doesn't put up with crap. You think? You think if Nick Sirianni loses this game, he's going to keep his head coaching job? No, nah, not likely. And you think anybody's going to hire him? Yeah, I That's, think people will I, hire him. You think so? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to. I don't know. I'd be surprised if he gets a job after if he gets fired here. Assistant job. Assistant job. Maybe, yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, assistant job or um, offensive coordinator maybe. But Yep. So that's pretty much all I have. Uh, we wanted to do a, a quick episode just to check in in the middle of this and just talk about and try to uh, process what we just witnessed last night, but yesterday evening. Oh, man, dude. There's one person. You, nobody wants to be Jerry Jones right now. Nobody in the world is envious of Jerry Jones and his billions and billions of no, super villain yachts. Just for just for fun, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do something here. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm trying to figure out how to write doing? on is this. this paint? I don't know. Paint was still a thing. This is. I don't know what this is. This. this what are you about is, to write? I want to see you write something. Hold on. Okay, Let me open right. it in paint. We're going to predict the, the new divisional round. Well, we can kind of assume the Bills are going to win. Who did wait you a second. Wait a second. Eagles wait Bucks. A second. Wait a second. Wait for it. Wait for it. Well, I mean, I'm saying in the wild card round, who did you think was going to win this game? We picked Bucks. Okay. So we now have. I actually want to share with everybody what, um, what, what in the world. Before this, I want to share with everybody what um, depression purchases I made. So after the Cowboys lost, I using using all these gift cards and random crap that I got from my company, I along with some of my own money, I bought a Switch Lite. I bought a turquoise one because apparently that's pretty much all they have now. Um. And then I bought a Pokemon Violet game. I don't know if I'm ever even going to play it, but I bought it. I got something called Super Mario RPG. No idea what that's about. I did absolutely no research on any of this stuff. Um, I bought like a WarioWare game or something. No idea what that is. And then like a Zelda game. I don't know anything about these games. I don't. I've I've only heard of them. 
they added up to how much I had in my gift cards pretty much. And I just bought them. Do you see so, my screen? It's 21-0 right now, Bills. Yeah. So, yeah. so we've got Ravens and Texans. Are we sticking with the Ravens here? <laughs> what? You, okay. Um, to everybody who's listening on Spotify, he's trying to write in paint with a mouse. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna upload the uh, the video to Spotify. <laughs> okay, so Ravens Texans. Okay, I'm picking. I'm gonna pick the Ravens here. It's common sense tells me to. There we go. That, that's gonna be a good game. I, I'm gonna really enjoy seeing Lamar Jackson and CJ Stroud play against each other. And then Bills Chiefs. We sticking with our Chiefs pick. Hmm. Versus I don't know. What do you Eagles. think? I, I think I think with the Chiefs. You think the Chiefs? My heart's kind of telling me Bills, but I'm wearing a Chiefs beanie right now, so I'm going to go Chiefs. Ew. You're what? Kind of, what? You, the Cowboys you're... lost, and now you're a Chiefs fan? Yep. I've always – that's been my second team. I, I saw – You're lucky you don't play in – you're lucky you don't live in Dallas because, <laughs> because you would be stoned to death. That's always been my second team. I had family that lived over there and I went to I fun fact, I actually went to a Browns Chiefs game when Johnny Mansell was playing for the Browns at Arrowhead Stadium. That was sick. It was snowing, it was freezing. Everybody in the stands was wearing Carhartt and doing the Arrowhead thing. It was insane. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, and then I bought a beanie and that was it. I loved it. Honestly, bro, we're not we're not doing too bad on our predictions. We're no, especially with the Cowboys trying to screw everybody's brackets up. Matthew Stafford laying an egg. I would say now that the it would be packing Packers, Buccaneers, assuming that the Buccaneers win. Otherwise it would be Packers, Eagles. Who would you pick for Packers, Buccaneers, slash Eagles? Packers, Buccaneers. Um, if it's Packers Buccaneers, I'm pick. I'm picking the Packers. I'm Me gonna too. pick the Packers. Me too. What I saw out of not only their defense but their offense, I don't think, I don't think a Buccaneers defense or an Eagles defense, Eagles defense for sure, could not stop a Jordan Love that played against the Cowboys yesterday. Yeah, and I mean the Buccaneers couldn't either. I agree. There's not many teams that could. Lions Niners. Lions, Niners. This is where the Niners don't don't hit. pick with your heart. Pick with your mind. Yeah, 49ers, obviously. That's where my mind is telling me. And my heart, I think. Sounds good. So we would have know. we would now have 49ers Packers in the in the NFC championship. Are you writing this with a mouse? Yeah. I'm impressed. Thank you. Mm. Oh god, I would love to see this game. I would love to see this game. Uh, I mean, Forty Niners. Like, I don't. I'm. What? What do you pick? I mean, what would you pick? I know Forty Niners mm. would definitely be favored here, mm. but when you put X's and O's against each other, sheesh. It's not really when you put X's and O's against each other, but it's. Are you trusting rookie Jordan Love or 
notoriously inconsistent Brock Purdy. He's not even a rookie. This is just like his first year playing. Didn't he play behind Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years? Like he's been he's been out at Utah for a few years. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. But this is like the first time he's actually played. Yeah, yeah, that's true. My bad. Well, practically a rookie, but okay. If you're who are you trusting? Jordan Love versus notoriously inconsistent Brock Purdy. Uh, Jordan Love or Brock Purdy, dude. I'm definitely gonna trust Jordan Love here. Actually, good point. It's a good point. Actually, but would CMC be enough? Would CMC yeah. be enough? Yeah, 100%. CMC, Debo. Uh, they still have George Kittle. I mean, yeah, like I just want to. <laughs> I'd love to see this matchup to begin with. I'll let you pick this one. You make the hard choice. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, man. This is power I've never experienced this, before. Just let oh, your mind man. take you where it needs to go. Just pick. Don't think about it too hard. Forty Niners, he says, and we have a Forty Niners Ravens rematch. So we're still we're still in the running. We're still in the running. I mean, yeah, but give me give me a little shakeup, you know. Give me give me Packers Ravens. Give me give me Chiefs Forty Niners. Give me Bills Forty Niners. You know, I don't know. Like Ravens, 49ers already played against each other. 49ers got their ass whooped. Nice. That's pretty much it. Bills are up 21 0 against the Steelers halfway through the second quarter. Uh, to everybody watching or listening, we just wanted to kind of give a quick little update episode halfway through this wild card round. And we'll be definitely back for after we. I'm watching this Bills game after uh, after this wild card round to preview the NFL divisional round. I don't think we'll know for sure until the Eagles Bucks play their game what the divisional round would look like. There's still a lot of slots open, so all right, that's enough. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What is that? Is that supposed wait, to be wait. you? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> is this me? <laughs> you think it's you? I don't think it's me until the glasses, but... Who do you think it is? Uh, dude, I can't see because there's... Blo- oh, it's is it Mike McDaniel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, see... See, no. right there. The similarities are... I couldn't stuff. see because the little blocks are in my way. The boxes. I can only see like half the drawing. I can oh. just see the face. <laughs> okay. I can't see anything under hold it. Uh, okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, are you still picking? Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. That's Mike McDaniel. Are you still leaving it at 650 points? That Dallas... Yeah, I mean... I mean Green like, Bay game kind of... We can't change it because it's like the games Fair have enough. already happened. So Fair enough. Fair enough. So confirmed Frankie and Mike McDaniel are... That's uh, not true. I, like I said, I, I dig his shoes. I dig his joggers. The NFL always has pretty solid hoodies. I would love to have some of those hoodies. 
Okay. Well, yeah, like Frankie said, that'll be it for us. Quick little cheeky episode Mm -hmm. here. And uh, we'll be giving our recap next week for uh, the divisional round. Actually, I mean, we'll be, we'll be talking about our analysis for the individual round when it comes to, or the divisional round when it comes to uh, probably Thursday or or so. Uh, All I'm saying is long story short, we'll be back. We'll be back. And I'm going to, as soon as this episode is over, you better believe I'm putting on my hoodie. I'm going to warm up some hot tea, get into bed and watch this Bills game because I mm-hmm. need to get over this mm-hmm. sickness I have. Make I sure you're tapping in with us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Air, mm-hmm. X, mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok, everything. We're on everything. So let us know. Let us know what you want to see. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know what you want us to uh, respond to. We will be there. Yes, sir. See y'all later. Peace. See ya. We're out.